I don't know who need to hear this right now, but I had just felt this in my spirit just for the speak on this. Hey, listen, when you on your way up, it's gonna seem like everything that could go wrong is going wrong when you on your way up. Everything gonna start pulling against you. Don't let that distract you because it's harder to go up the hill than it is to come down the hill. Hey, stay focused. It's just a little shedding phase before you can receive your blessings. Everything that ain't supposed to be around you, it ain't gonna be around you. That means loved ones, family, friends, whatever. Stay in alignment with what you focused on and your goal. And I swear to God it's coming. I love you all. Oh, it's heavy. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the I Am Icon podcast. I am your host, Icon Falcon, and to the right of me is my right-hand man, my cameraman, and your cameraman, too. Cameraman Steve, what's going on, baby? What's going on? Hey, uh, I promise you this is our shit, not Kevin Gates, uh, who you just heard uh, as the intro. Uh, this, this pod was uh, my guy, Kevin Gates, man. I'm a huge fan of him. Uh, I like his music, but I also like uh, his theory in life and the way that he speaks on life and just his uh, his general outlook on things in life, man. Uh, before we get there, uh, it's still our shit. So it's episode 10. Episode 10. I'm stuck. I don't know what to say. Uh, I've been actually thinking about this all week. I've I really been stuck all week on this. Um, It just... The whole point of everything that we did, like we we've said this like over the past couple of pods already. Uh I gotta get this right because this ain't feeling right. But we said this over the past couple of pods already. Uh was just to show the growth of something that we're trying to build from scratch. And uh for us to be on ten right now, man, uh and I, I know it's only you know, to some people it's just ten, but it just feel good to be here, man. It, it's our it's our it's our tenth pod, our tenth episode. Um, I hope we got a hundred thousand more to go. Uh, it 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 just it makes you just want. I swear, I could go to sleep and I wake up in the morning just creating things. Uh, when it comes to the pod, excuse me. There's a lot I want to do. A lot I want to uh interject with. I don't know if that was the right word, but it sounds good, so we're gonna keep it. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a lot of things. I just, I just wanna, I just wanna do shit, and, and I think that's the most beautiful feeling as creators. And I think Cameraman Steve can attest to this as well. Like when you in your zone, in your own format, in your own world, and you just, you are capable of just doing shit. It's like the best feeling in the world, even if you're getting paid for it or not. It's just a blessing to be able to do and 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 uh and enjoy doing it. So uh, I'm happy to be here. I'm grateful for it. Uh, as always, cameraman Steve. I'm grateful for cameraman Steve. As always, my my right hand man, uh, my counterpart to everything. Um, you all probably wouldn't understand the value of him until we launch the the Apple Icon Mall because then you'll actually be able to see the visuals of uh of everything uh that we're doing in here and plus more right this is just the the light work version of it this is uh this is just where we're starting at um uh, I, I didn't my the whole theory behind this was to have content but just to just to jump start something right i didn't want to jump out the i didn't want to go too crazy with it i don't want a bunch of graphics right i just wanted it to be extremely basic so that people on the level of um just needing uh some guidance or just uh needing any type of uh just needing a word to listen to man they don't get distracted they just get the message that was important to me uh and it was important to me i, I learned that as i was building icon a long time ago it, in my brain i'm like damn like um you know, sometimes I need motivation, but you know, not that social media motivation. That shit is whack. You know what I'm saying? I need that that uh what's my man named Wallow. Wallow's my guy. That type of motivation, yo. Uh like from real real human motivation. Uh and I hope some of y'all get that from us. Uh and I, I think it'll be a lot more coming soon. Uh but I hope you all been enjoying uh, enjoying us this whole whole way forward. But back to Kevin Gates. Uh, Kevin Gates is a 
is a is a is a dope dude to me. Uh, <clears throat> it's his story is unique to me. Uh, Kevin Gates' story. If you don't know who Kevin Gates is, he's uh he's a rapper. Um, I don't know how long he's been rapping, but uh, he's a rapper from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, was he from New Orleans? I don't know. One of those, one of those. He might be from New Orleans. I don't know which one, but uh, he's from one of those. But uh, huge fan of him. I like, like I said, I like him because of the shit that he be talking, man. Uh, it's it's all about positivity. Um, and once again, my my, I think I'm really a big fan of him because he he's become something he wasn't supposed to be. Uh, he's become something that our environment doesn't shine light on. He becomes something that our environment that we come from, uh, the environments that we come from normally uh, shun you for trying to be uh, if you wasn't in the millionaire status, right? Uh, he would probably be labeled as arrogant. Uh, he would probably be labeled as a cornball and all these other synonyms that we come up with for people who just have their own brain, right? Um, Kevin Gates is that guy. So Kevin Gates is interesting to me because he used to be the same thing I said about Jim Jones. He used to be one of those street dudes, right? Uh, he used to be having the street, you know, uh, I don't know for sure, uh, but definitely, uh, used to, you know, be out there in the streets, you know, maybe selling drugs or not. I don't know. Don't, don't quote me on that. Uh, but he used to just be heavy in that, that life cycle of the, the, what we consider the hood, right? The, the, the hood lifestyle that, that we used to, and we adapt to, um, but he overcame that and, but while overcoming that, he still maintained who he was and he still maintained the fact that he wanted to be better. He wanted to get more educated. He wanted to, um, be more seen more than just a street dude from the hood. So, I mean, he does little things like that, you know, and then when he speaks to you with the, with the utmost respect and every interview I've ever seen him with, uh, from my understanding, from what I've always seen, he's always just shown respect to people, man. And I mean, like, uh, it, it, it's weird because you don't get a sense of entitlement when you look, when you hear him or when you talk to him. So I'm appreciative of him and I just wanted to shine light on him, um, uh, this this before we started the pod and uh just you know as always uh show my appreciation so episode 10 man like i said we're gonna kick this off uh we we it's not i i think this is this is going to be just one of our uh once again one of our slow flow episodes i don't have a lot for you but uh because like i said I, I, this week i've just been really caught up in the fact that uh we're actually making progress into something uh, that we have no clue how monumental is going to be. So I, I've been dealing with a, a lot of the Icon Mall stuff this week. I actually held interviews uh, yesterday morning for one of the positions that I'm hiring for, which is the platform manager of e-commerce and logistics of the platform. And pretty much what they're going to be is they're going to see and make sure that all of the vendors in the, the platform, they have uh, what they need to be able to uh, make money, right? Make sure that they have what they need to brand uh, appropriately. And if they're don't, if they don't, our her, his or her job is to let us know so that we can put it there, right? Logistics wise, uh, his or her job would be to make sure that uh, um, products are, are being shipped out uh, properly. And uh, getting to the, the customer with no issue. And if there is an issue for us to fix it, right? Uh, she is the, she or he or she is the Q&A of the full app. So that's what I'm looking to hire next. Um, and that's going to be a big deal to me because that's literally me taking this platform that we've been building for so long and putting it in somebody's hand, hands and say, hey, you're in charge of taking us to greatness. We have a development team. We have a marketing team. Now we have uh, a management team coming soon. 
So I'm excited for that. Uh, so we've been dealing with that this week. Uh, and just adding, just adding to, uh, the, 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 the launch, uh, coming soon. So what I want to discuss, uh, to start out with is where I guess we see ourselves going in the future. Right. So, uh, I, I'm pretty sure Cameron Steve has, has goals of his own. Uh, that he he has hopes to attain and that, you know, definitely will attain. Uh, I have goals that I would like to attain inside the platform uh, that I hope to attain soon in the future as well. So what I want to see, honestly, I want to see uh, this podcast uh, all right, I'm going to be honest with you. Let's let's just be candid. I want to see someone take over this podcast in the future because I'm not going to be able to be here forever. I'm just going to be honest, and I'm pretty sure we can guess that, right? Uh, we're all – Cameraman Steve is not going to be the cameraman for this podcast forever. It's just not going to happen, right? As we grow, we're going to branch out and do different things. Right. Which means that we're going to have to cover larger areas, which means someone's going to take my place. But I still want this platform to remain because this platform is for entrepreneurs who just want to listen to others who who understand what they're going through. Speak. Right. It's important for us to maintain uh, some type of uh, uh, consistency when it comes to this platform. So with that being said. I plan on building this up to the point once that Icon Mall, um, the Icon Stream service uh, kicks off, that once we create a channel for uh, I Am Icon Podcast, that we'll put a channel on the Icon Streams, and then we turn it over to someone to take over. Um, it may not happen that fast, but it, it is definitely going to happen. Uh, we're definitely probably going to kick some more episodes, of course, uh, Cameraman Steve and I, but we're going to, we, we really have plans to get outside, right. And actually to people's locations, right. To get more networking done, right. There's but so much we can do in, in these four walls. So my personal goal for the, the, this podcast is to, um, turn it over to, you know, maybe, you know, uh, 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 another host and co-host, uh, but for cameraman Steve and I to get outside and network heavy, right? Uh, and I think it it helps us both. It helps me personally because it allows me to talk with other businesses and entrepreneurs outside, and you know, let them know about Icon Mall and just spread the word about Icon Mall and how it can assist and help other businesses that are out there that may not know we exist. But also it helps cameraman Steve because then he can just freestyle and just do what he do, whatever, any way that he wants to, from videography to just uh, photography or whatever it is that he wants to do. Right. Um, and, you know, so that's where I would like to see this go. Cameraman Steve, what do you have uh, when it comes to photography and videography and stuff like that? Is there anything that you would uh, any goals that you probably have? Um, that's a very good question. Uh, I set personal goals for myself at the beginning of the year mm -hmm. to just put out more work because mm -hmm. I was just so in my head last year mm -hmm. about like, this isn't good enough or yeah. I don't want the world to see this or this isn't up to par with some of the people I look up to. Yeah. Um, so my goals this year was to just, just post it. So is this like your try and try try and fail year? Yeah, it's it's one of those things where like I'm always learning, so I look up to a lot of people in photography and videography. Yeah. And when I compare my work to theirs, I fall short. Yeah. But to the average person, my work is like incredible. And so it's like you think it is, but I don't <laughs> because I'm comparing it to these other people. So the goal this year was to just Post no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Um, we don't care what happens. Just right. get out your own head. 
Um, I've, I've been doing pretty good with that, but yep. that's personal goals. That's, that's what I had in mind. So I, I think that is so dope. I think it's dope because it falls into the realm of the try and fail. Right. And it's just, it's ironic because I actually literally probably two weeks ago, uh, just two weeks ago, I had, I dealt with the same thing. And the thing that I was dealing with was, oh man, I come all the e-commerce feature. Like it's not where I wanted to be. I wanted to be this magnificent, brilliant, beautiful work of art that people have never seen in their life. But at the beginning, at first sight, but then it gets to a point where it's like, you got to be realistic with yourself. And it's like, just get the fuck out there. Yeah. Just get it out there. Mm-hmm. Right. And learn as you go, enhance as you go, yeah. but allow the, just give the people something. Mm-hmm. Let them know you, you, you exist. Right. Cause it's like the more you, you separate yourself from the people, the longer they know you don't exist, the more you stay stuck in your head. <laughs> yeah. And that is the worst feeling because the longer you stay stuck in your head, the longer you feel like you're not doing shit. Mm-hmm. You haven't succeeded. You're not progressing. Like you feel like you you like you are where you were last year. Yeah. It's like the worst feeling. So it's all right. I really just had that thought process just two weeks ago. Like, fam, you know, it's like you said, you know, you talk about tech and stuff, you know, the same way you talk about videography and photography. I talk about tech. And, you know, people may think it's magnificent for me not to actually uh, be an actual coder and actually went to school for it. But in my brain, I'm like, yeah, I ain't trying to hear that. Like, I'm trying to, motherfucker, I'm trying to, I'm trying to change the world. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, it, it goes, and it also plays into that whole, uh, that kind, I don't even know what it's called, but that Kanye West uh, ideology. Damn. I got to work on that. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. But uh, that, that Kanye West thing, uh, like Kanye West just has a passion and a drive and a vision for something that the average eye doesn't see. And he doesn't want them to see it until it looks perfect the way he sees it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You could never fucking tell Kanye West to just put it out. Yeah. There's no such thing as just put it. I swear to God, you ain't got the answer, Sway. (laughs) What? Yo. And I understand it. But I also think there are levels to that thought process. And obviously, Kanye West is on that level to have that thought process. When as we are, as it's a catch-22. On our level, which is trying to obtain a level, it's like you just got to get it the fuck out there. Yeah. Right. You just got to create something, create moments, create whatever. But then I also read something or seen something that was saying uh, there is no such thing as MVP. Right. Uh, So MVP is uh, uh, it stands for uh, most valuable product. Uh, We use that uh, acronym in the tech world for uh, and it stands for uh, it's pretty much the very, very bare minimum basic version of the big idea that you're trying to create. So it's kind of like you're talking about you just uh, putting stuff out there. uh, But in reality, the big vision that you have is nowhere near what you're putting out. And they were saying uh, MVPs don't exist anymore because if uh, when when consumers uh, get your product and they don't like it, they'll throw it away forever and they won't come back to it. Uh, until they find a use for it and i kind of feel like that could be the case but at the same time there are there are a billion people out here in this world like yeah for everyone that that god i say this respectfully you will obtain customers right for every customer that doesn't want you you'll find a customer that does right respectfully i say that meaning as long as you are given everything that you have Everybody's not going to agree with you or want what what want what you have, and you have to say, okay, I respect that, right? But there are plenty of customers that do want it, and those are the ones that sometimes you got to stick with. And you can always do research and uh, figure out why the customers that that didn't want to deal with you didn't didn't want to. I mean that that that's a that's a thing in itself by trying to obtain uh, the customers that may not have uh, stuck with you in, in, in the beginning or whatever the case is. But 
at the beginning, just stick with what's good for you. You know, what's been working for you. Uh, that's what I'm excited, sick, excited for, you know, to get out here and see exactly like what, what is our realm? What is our circle? We, we've been doing research. We've been doing marketing. We've been doing this, that, and the third, like what works for us. So, um, I'm excited. I'm excited for me. I'm excited for Cameron and Steve. Uh, I'm excited for the whole development of this whole platform. So I was on social media, which I have no business being on sometimes because it makes my brain hurt. You know why social media makes my brain hurt? And you know, I ain't going to go there. But let me tell you why social media makes my brain hurt. It makes my brain hurt because you are reading 30 different emotions in 30 seconds. Don't understand what I mean? All right, let's do this. Everybody, open up your phone. Click on whatever social media you want to click on. I'm not saying any names because they ain't paying me. All right? Click on the social media app real quick. Now, slowly, take your thumb and just scroll. Read captions, but keep scrolling. I'm just going to wait while y'all scroll. All right. So now, now that we stop scrolling. How many different emotions did you just read? I guarantee I could have read at least 10 different emotions. That is heavy. This is why I, I can only deal with social media and bits because that is heavy. Like just think about what that makes your emotions in your brain do when you have to adjust at a, a extremely fast pace of emotions because you're trying to adjust to the tone of the re of the arena, right? So if we ain't got to go into detail, but whatever you're reading, if you're reading one thing, then you go to the next, then you go to the next, like your body has to adjust to the to what you're reading for you to fully get a picture, a grasp of what you're reading and understand it. So it's going to, it's going to initiate happiness or it's going to initiate anger or it's going to initiate confusion, surprise, all of these things, man, all in 30 seconds. That shit would send my body in a shock. <laughs> I can't, I can't. I fucked around, made a mistake, and commented on somebody's post yesterday. Oh, my fucking God. Let me tell you. They probably think I'm an asshole on social media because I don't comment on shit. I don't like shit. Nothing. I don't want nothing on my timeline. I did it, and boom. It was a different, a bunch of different people respond to one thing that I said, and it was like different emotions. I was like, oh, I can't. It was too much for me. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I didn't even feel like explaining myself anymore. I was like, why the fuck did I even say this? What was I thinking? But whatever. So back to the point. I was on social media uh, and a emotion was struck inside of me when I read a post. Um, I'm not going to read the post, but long story short, it was about second string income. A sec second stream of income. Sorry. So in my brain, so let me, before that, in the, in our country, we have this thing where we like, we host the term, you have to have a second stream of income or a second, third stream of income or fifth and sixth. Like we brag about it and we, we, we boast about it. And I agree. If your first stream of income ain't kicking it, you you probably need a second to survive out here in these streets. So this is not me saying we you don't or we don't need a second, third, fourth, fifth, or sixth. 
Not at all. But I think some people are really, 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 really confused. Like they just say it so lackadaisical as if it's just something that you just go get from the post office. Like, see, this is what I said. You need a second stream of income to survive out here. Why you ain't got a second stream of income out here? Hey, bro, you ain't got two incomes. And it's like, in my brain, I'm like, fam, what are you talking about? What what do y'all consider a second stream of income? How much does how much is that? And I really be wondering and asking because y'all make it seem so simple. You got to get one first. Look how hard it is to have one. And y'all sitting here talking about two. You do need two. But ain't nobody talking about how to get the second one. That is the confusion to me on this. So this is why I don't use social media like that, because I be confused. People would be like, yo, you need a second stream of income. See, this is what I say. You need a second stream of income. Six figures ain't enough no more. You need a second stream of income. Okay, cool. What's your second stream, bro? How much is that? How much we talking? It doesn't apply to everybody. A second stream of income ain't going to do shit for a lot of people. It ain't going to do nothing but pay their taxes. I think I think we get confused with just the repetitiveness of things that we see and we just repeat shit. Right. And I just think that's what this is. So so peep this. And and here's the here's the thing. Right. Uh, and I'm and then the other part is when we talk about second stream income, are we talking about business or are we talking about getting a job <laughs> like there's no there. I don't understand the rules uh, and the regulations by when y'all say this shit. Right. Because I don't want two jobs. That don't sound fun. And I say that respectfully because I know what that life looks like. My mother did it. My sister did it. I know a lot of women in my family that did it. It didn't look fun. So, like, when we say this second stream of income, what are we talking about here, man? And then you get the people who actually got it. And, boy, all they want to do is throw it in your goddamn face. Oh, I got three, bitch. I don't need a nigga for shit. I got three, man. I got three streams of income. What can a nigga do for me? Right? And I'm not talking about women specifically, right? Right? Because men men be out here, too, uh, with, with with multiple streams of income, and they they just do it a little different. They ride they ride with their music a little louder and grab the steering wheel a little harder. You know they got three streams of income. Yo, you can always tell a motherfucker when he got two, three streams of income, bro. <laughs> he be trying to be seen too much, bro. Like, oh my God, fam. Relax, duh. <laughs> See, and that's what I be saying. So it's like, what do I need an extra stream of income for him so I can, like, do what y'all do? Man, I'm trying to survive out here. But no, real talk. Here's here, here Here's where I'm trying to go with this, right? We talk about sex stream of income as if that's the easiest thing to do. Like you just go pick that motherfucker up. Like, like there's a board out there that says, pick me or pick one. And you just pick it and you do it and you get money for it. It's not how that works. It's not how it works. Even with a job. It's not how it works. I mean, now if we're talking about Second stream of income, just picking up some extra shifts at a grocery store. Okay. No problem. I mean, they giving it up every day, all day. When I be in a grocery store, they, they still ain't got enough cash here. So I know they can do, they got some money to give up. But I guarantee you, they ain't giving you enough money to pay for shit. All right. So we're not, so we're not talking about grocery stores. Okay. Got it. <clears throat> Let's take it to the next level. Talking about warehouses. Okay, cool. No problem. You know, I live a couple boxes. Hey, yo, listen. When 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 the holiday season be here, them jobs be up, and they be working the hell out of you. You sex stream income your ass if you want to around there. 
They gonna have your ass on that conveyor belt. <laughs> you gonna boy you I'm boy, what? Alright. No? No warehouse? Alright. So let's start a business. Take stream income, right? Let's start a business. What do we go do now? <laughs> what what do we do? <laughs> okay, cool. Uh I'm gonna start braiding here. Alright. I'm going to put on social media, hey, bitches, I braid hair now. Come see me. <laughs> my, my girl voice is horrible, but <laughs> come see me. I braid hair. <laughs> I bet you do two heads a month. <laughs> well, shit, you could have went to the grocery store, right? <laughs> and I'm not saying this to discourage anybody whatsoever whatsoever because you got to start somewhere but that's the key as long as you know you just starting somewhere and it's not your second stream of income is not going to come overnight it's not going to happen in 60 days maybe i mean hopefully it does please don't let me put that out there in the air for you hopefully it does but majority of times it doesn't right most people will tell you most ceos will tell you uh you really don't start making money in t until your second year in business. A whole 12 months, you go without. How many of y'all screaming second stream of income has 12 months to spare right now? I just, not for nothing, I should have fucking put this up here. I was just reading an article about this young lady who started, I don't know her name, but if y'all want to go Google it. I just read an article about this young lady out there in Houston, Texas, who just who started a uh, a mobile grocery store. So what she did was she bought a food truck like everybody else did. But instead of selling food, she sell groceries out of the, the, the truck. And I mean, it's a nice little setup. I mean, I like it. I think it's a nice little idea or whatever. Right. <clears throat> She she got people like Amazon investing in her. There's people investing in her. I think it's a dope idea. It took her two years. She just now getting her second stream of income. So like my question is like when y'all speak of this second stream of income, this second stream, I don't know why I keep calling it second stream. Like what? What fuck wrong with me? I don't understand when y'all speak about second stream, two streams of income, like what y'all be meaning, man. All right. So off that. Yo, what does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean? See this? I promise you after this, you'll never hear a social media comment ever again from me. What I was on social media and I seen this again. All right. I seen a woman say it, but I know men be saying crazy shit like this too. Right, it's our tenth episode. I could talk crazy. We had for ten episodes, baby. We, we we outside. Hey, like when a woman says, "I'm the type to buy my man a LLC," what does that mean? Have you ever you ever seen that? Yeah, I've seen a couple of videos on social media <laughs> of uh, people buying their partners' uh, LLCs. But what does it mean though? Like I've, I I didn't see the see a video. I just read a post that says. I'm the type of woman to buy my man an LLC. What does that mean? Um, if I had to give you an answer, the only one I could think of is maybe encouragement, maybe, <laughs> or motivation. So I'll take that. Like, I believe in you. I'll take that. Right? So I, I'm down for that. If you are the type of woman to encourage a man and build him up as he is building business, I fought with you. And that's what I that's what I be talking about in, in a relationship. Right. But it's not just women. It's men, too. Right. If you are the type of man that encourages your woman to build business, be better and be great. I fought with you. You my brother for life. You know, my right hand man. But I'm going to take it a step up. This is why I'm confused when I read a status that says I am the type of man, woman, whatever, to buy my man, woman, whatever, an LLC. Well, when you 
buy a LLC, it's just paper. I mean, I, I bought a couple of them, actually. Ain't no money come with it. If anything, they keep charging me every goddamn year. $200 a pop. Why nobody told me that? Huh? Huh? Second stream of incomers? <laughs> Why y'all don't tell me that? That there's a $200 fee for me to have this little LLC paperwork in the state of no, any state. Right? It may, it's different prices, I'm pretty sure, in different states. And I, I don't, I don't, some, I think, tax exemption. I don't know. I don't know. I just know in the state of North Carolina, the annual report is $200. $200 for you to obtain the license. If I'm not mistaken, it's either $200 or $250. I'm pretty sure it's $200. And then it's $200 a year, every year, to for you to keep that license. So when you say you're the type of whatever to buy whatever, an LLC, what does that mean? You gonna give me two hundred dollars? That's what you telling me. You the type of give your man two hundred dollars? I mean, I'll take it. I ain't, I ain't. I mean, I ain't want to know. I ain't bougie like that. Oh shit, a woman that get money, I like that. Well, I can't say that on the microphone. Oh, why did I just say that? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of man are you? Take money from women. <laughs> Uh, uh, a nigga that need money. What are you talking about? It's hard. I, I just said we need two streams of income. Give me yours. <laughs> so, all right. So, I bet. So, it's not. It, it doesn't. So, clearly, it doesn't mean that you buy, you giving them 200 for, or you giving him or her the 200 for the paper. Because that's all you get when you, when, when, when you buy LLC, right? So, maybe are you giving him or her money for the building to rent it are you making an investment in him or her like i'm just i'm asking right because i want to make sense of this like some of the shit that i be reading i can i can see that it makes sense it it, it sounds smart to somebody dumb I'm, I'm just gonna be honest with you right it sounds smart to people who really haven't tried to obtain a business because when you've gone through the process of attaining in the business and you've done it again and again and again, and somebody say, I'm the type to buy a LLC for my significant other. You, you what? How the fuck do you do that? Like you bought a license and put everything in your name. Is that what you're saying? Like make it like explain it. Right. So. Once again, that was my social media take uh, for today. You got two, and you ain't getting no more. You know, holler at me at episode uh, 100. But uh, but what I do want to do is go kind of backtrack, man. I want to go back. There's a lot of articles that we missed over the, the past couple of weeks, all the way up to uh, episode 10, that I do want to backtrack. One of them is a new one. Uh, the next one I want to get to is uh, really important because I'm a huge fan of him. But right now, uh, we're going to talk about Tyler Perry, man. And I think he's he's in the process of doing something really major, really great. Uh, and I'm excited to see it because um, I think this is important to our culture. <clears throat> so Tyler Perry is in talks to buy majority stake in BET as Paramount Global Explorers sell. Byron Allen also pursuing network. Um, see, and this is why I wish... I just understood who owned what, what owned what, cause it, and what it means. Cause sometimes I really just don't understand what some of this stuff means. So it's saying, so it sounds like it's saying that Paramount owns BT, but I thought, uh, Viacom owned BT. And Viacom also owns, if I'm not mistaken, MTV as well. Uh, and a lot of these, uh, and they also own, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, I think CNN, uh, some and, and, or a news channel, one of these two, and a bunch of other other stations. So uh, that's why I be trying to understand who owns what and what, because these shits just be getting flipped like uh, bad credit. Uh, <laughs> I only say that because I. <laughs> I had really bad credit. 
and they kept selling my shit to each other. Uh, <laughs> so right here it says media moguls Tyler Perry and Byron Allen are 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 vying to purchase a majority stake in uh, BT Media Group amid reports that owner Paramount Global is exploring exploring the sale of the asset. Damn! So they just giving away BT? <laughs> what they say? BT just saying it ain't valuable. Like, <laughs> like, like they gonna dump it, huh? All right. Uh, Variety has confirmed that Perry's in talks to acquire the network. While a spokesperson for Allen stated that the Allen Media Group founder is also inter interested in buying BET and, and will be pursuing the acquisition of the network. Perry currently owns a minority stake in the operation run by CEO Scott Mills, which includes Cablers, BET, and VH1, and also produce a large portion of the programming available on B. See, and this is where shit just gets... I, I don't understand what this means. <clears throat> it's... I don't... This is for people... This is some deep business shit, right? To me, personally. Uh, and I say that because it just sounds... They just broke BET and VH1 down in 30 different portions. Also, and also produces a large portion of the programming available on BET and streamer BET Plus, uh, which he helped launch in 2019. Also among BET's divisions, production company BET Studios, which counts Kenya Barris, Rashida Jones, and Aaron Rashawn Thomas as minority stakeholders. This is interesting. E either way, I would like to see Tyler Perry uh, acquire BT. God, I apologize. I would like to see Tyler Perry acquire BT. I think that would be huge. I think it would be a success. I think he's the right person to do it. What better, who better to take over BT than a producer who came from nothing himself? Like, Literally, we watched him build up from nothing. I watched this man be Medea for years. <laughs> Bam. Like, when you talk about second stream of income, he probably didn't get a check from Medea till Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a second stream of income to me. But, uh... I think this would be dope. I think this would be dope because what will end up happening is he'll be, I, I think we'll have a lot of great TV series, a lot of great movies. Uh, I think we'll get the black effect back inside of BET and make people want to engage again. I think we'll get, get BET back to what it used to be right now. I can't tell you when the last time I seen BET, let alone, I think they charge you for it. And I, I dare not to pay for that entertainment. <clears throat> so, uh, shout out to Tyler Perry. I'm excited for him. So, our next one, which I am excited to talk about, uh, because I am a huge fan of this guy, and I will tell you why shortly. Pierre P. Thomas and Kevin Coach K. Lee sells quality control to hype America, which the deal is valued at $320 million in stock and cash. Holy shit. This is, a, this, is, this is something that happened last month. But remember, I told you, we've been in a roll these, these, these past pods. Uh, so we didn't really get a chance to talk about uh, some of these uh, current events. And, and some of them I do want to get to because they are important to me. Um, <clears throat> this one is very important to me because I'm a huge fan of uh, CEOP. I'm a huge fan of CEOP. Before I get into the article, I'm a huge fan of CEOP because there are certain men that you can just look at and vibe, get energy from, and just say they solid. There are certain men, men specifically, there are certain men on this earth where they just do things and you just catch on to them and you just like, 
you just appreciate them for being just a solid man. Coach, I'm sorry, uh, COP is one of those dudes. And let me tell you where I got this from. As you all know by now, I'm a huge Young Dolph fan. Huge Young Dolph fan. I watched a video. This was like years ago. Old video. This is when uh, COP was clearly trying to find his way because you can tell by his wardrobe that no, no, no shade. Like, but you could tell by his wardrobe that he was in the beginning of his career. Right. Uh, And you can tell because look at how you dress now and versus back then. You could tell the money was different. So you you had C.O.P. in in the room. You had Young Dolph in the same room and Rick Ross in the same room. They was at, at, at some jewelry shop. All right, and I'm I'm going off the top of my head, so you know, don't hold me too specific. But Dolph was in the jury shop buying jury. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, he he gifted uh Rick Ross a jury piece. The out of the whole video of all of that happening, <clears throat> you see Pete in the back of the room, is behind them, and all he's doing is smiling like he's just proud for him like he's just proud for Dolph like he's just happy for Dolph like he there aren't many men that you will see be happy for another man if you don't believe me pay attention to it pay attention to the way men celebrate another man or other men period right like the smile on that man's face told me everything about him. And I've been a fan of him ever since then. So for him to blow up and be who he is today, I mean, it was coming. It was supposed to be this way. This is just what happens when you're a solid individual and you just stand on your morals and, and, and principles and you and you just push forward. But all right, that's enough uh, of COP. Let's read some of this. Uh Pierre P. Thomas and Kevin Coach K. Lee have, have made a new deal with Quality Control. The two executives have sold their Atlanta-based entertainment company to Hybe America, according to Variety. Valued at $320 million in stock and cash, the business transactions was, was led by Hybe CEO Scooter Braun, who became the sole CEO earlier this year. So Scooter Braun is in control of... of, of of uh, what's the name of their record label again? Yeah, what is it? Quality control. Ugh, this should be interesting. According to the outlet, the purchase aligns with Hobbs' mission to build a global entertainment giant rooted in music with interests in other mediums and platforms related to entertainment, lifestyle, culture. So they just try and take over music, pretty much. They're just they're doing what uh. I forgot the name of that that company is doing with golf. They made they made their own golf uh they they own golf uh sport and now they just buying professional golfers. <clears throat> Tiger Woods said fuck that I ain't going. But um QC's music roster will not end its affiliation with Universal Music Group. Uh I am so proud and honored to have Coach Coach and P join Bang and I as a and our partners. I read that all wrong. Explain Braun and announcing the deal. QC is one of the most significant independent labels in the world, working with incredible artists who are and remain to be the voices of culture. I'll never forget riding around Atlanta over 20 years ago with coach discussing our dreams and ambition and how we said if if they let us in the game, we are never going to give it back. Now, all these years later, we are joining forces to make these dreams a reality. Kind of funny. I keep telling y'all, once I come all in the game, we ain't giving it back. And he goes on to talk more and more and more. Listen, man, I'm just happy for them fellas, man. Listen, one of the hardest record labels in the damn game. Big deal. They've earned it. They've kept releasing heat after heat after heat after heat. Um, Like I said, COP, huge fan of him. Congratulations, brother. I wish you... Wish you nothing but more life. Um. So, 
the last article we're going to get into tonight, and I'm just real quickly because this is important. <clears throat> well, it's not really important. I just want to, you know, know what Cameron Steve's thought process is on this because this, this has me all over the place. John Morant. John Morant won't face criminal charges after gun video as Memphis Grizzlies deal at the Memphis Grizzlies deal with losing streak and his continuing absence. I can't read tonight. Um, I didn't even know he was facing charges. He was? Mm-hmm. Damn. What? Oh. I think it's NBA policy. Like, you can't have a oh. gun. Like a, you can't have a gun on the team playing or something like that. Oh, so the NBA was? Or, or, or is it? No, no, no. So he was facing state charges or federal charges. Well, maybe. Or I think they were in. I think they're playing the Nuggets or something. Maybe Colorado. So then Colorado. That's what it was. Where the gun came from and all that stuff. Got it. Got it. All right. Cool. Facing three injuries, the Memphis Grizzlies have taken another player off the court, but this time is due to investigations into the team star player. The Grizzlies lost their second straight game Tuesday without star guard Ja Morant, who had been under investigation by police after the 23-year-old posted the Instagram live video of himself Saturday appearing to hold a gun at a nightclub outside of Denver. While police while police have now decided against charges, the two-time All-Star point guard is subject of an NBA investigation, a league spokesperson told CNN. Morant has apologized for his actions via his representation on Saturday after Memphis announced he would be away from the uh, be away from the team. Morant said he would take time away to get help and work on learning better methods of dealing with stress and my overall well-being. Memphis head coach uh, Taylor Jenkins says Sunday there is no timetable for Morant's return. The team tweeted Wednesday that Morant will miss at least four more games, meaning he will return no earlier than March 17th. Morant is averaging whatever. The Instagram video posted early Saturday morning and shared Wiley on social media shows Morant briefly flashing what appears to be a gun while listening to music at a nightclub. The police department in Glendale, Colorado, a suburb of Denver, said Wednesday the agency won't recommend charges against Morant. All right. What is your take on this, uh, Cameron Steve? Um. I mean, everybody has the right to protect themselves and get a gun. It's just be smart with social media. Like, why well, post it? If you didn't post it, we don't. We're not even talking about this. The fact. This is a fact. Um, it sucks, and I don't want to go too much into it. It just sucks. Um, uh, I, 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 it sucks. He's 23 years old with a gun in the club with a bunch of jury on recording himself. There's so many variables to this, right? Um, And I'm not, at this point, I'm pretty sure he's, he's heard it all. Everybody says something about it. Like, I'm not the type to kick a man when he's down. Um, if anything, I just didn't understand. What are we doing here? How did we get here? Why we got a gun? Like he's the star, which means he has, he's the one with the security all the time. Even in like he, even <laughs> You mean to tell me he got more security in the locker room than you do at the club? He 23, man. God. Shit like this sucks because it's like he is sadly without signing up for it. He but he is the voice for the young people who want to be just like him. He's from South Carolina. He's from a very small town in South Carolina where I'm pretty sure nobody ever imagined that they're going to the NBA yet. Right. So he speaks for a lot, a lot of volumes for a lot of people. He speaks a loud volume for a lot of people. So long story short, I I, I just hope he, he gets it together. Right. My issue is the way that Nike handled this shit. 
John Morant, eh, I wish you well, bro. Like, get you know, take care of what you got to take care of. We know what it is. You was just being, you was just being 23-0. You did some shit. You wasn't thinking about it. And now everybody's blowing it out of proportion. Trust me. I get it. So I ain't even mad at you, bro. You know, you know, I just hope you learn. Let's get right and get back on that core. But Nike. Now, this is some bullshit. I didn't understand it. <clears throat> I didn't understand it. And we ain't going to stay here long. I'm going to spend two minutes max and we out of here. When Nike, Nike released a statement for Ja Morant. So, I, so all right, so let's back up, right? So, Kyrie used to be Nike's, uh, be on the squad for Nike, all right? He had uh, the Kyrie's, the shoes, so forth and so on. When Kyrie retweeted that, I forgot what it was. Uh, yeah, the book from Amazon or movie on Amazon, I believe. All right, so there was a movie on Amazon. I don't, I didn't pay attention to it. I didn't care to pay attention to it. It was something about race or race. Yeah, they, they, the media. When I say they, the media called it uh, hate speech among towards Jews. It was like hate speech towards Jews. That's what the media said. All but right, let me just put this out there. I didn't see the movie. Yeah. I didn't look at any I, trailers or highlights, so I can't confirm if that's true or not. And I will second that because I didn't look at the movie, didn't read the book. I barely even wrote the fucking, I barely even read the damn blog. Like, that's how much I didn't care because I just knew this, this was probably going to go away. But it didn't go away. But, so, pretty much, uh, nine, Kyrie retweeted a book or a movie that was pretty much what uh Caraman Steve said that was um what do you say uh, what you call it? The media said it was hate speech towards hate speech Jews. towards Jews. Right? All he did was retweet it. He didn't do nothing else. He didn't go nowhere. He didn't say nothing. All he did was hit a button on social media. And Nike's statement against Kyrie was in November, Nike, I'm sorry, at Nike, we believe there is no place for hate speech and we condemn any form of anti-Semitism. To that end, we've made the decision to suspend our relationship with Kyrie Irving effective immediately and will no longer launch the Kyrie 8. <clears throat> okay, I respect that. You have morals and standards that you stand on. Cool. But Ja Morant is your athlete too. Let's read the statement. We appreciate Ja's accountability and that he is taking the time to get the help he needs. We support his prioritization of his well-being. So, so, you see the difference between the responses? Kyrie retweets a tweet, a post on social media, and gets dropped by Nike. John Morant waves a gun on social media. Nike understands and thanks Ja Morant for taking accountability and uh, they stand behind him and they support his prioritization of his well-being. I'll, I'll let y'all have at that the, as you may in the way you would like to. My thought process and my theory at the end of the day is you stand for what you stand for. Protect yourself. Stand for yourself. And if you want a second string of income, go get it. <laughs> Just be prepared to work for it, man. Do not let these people out here convince you 
that you're just going to go to go to go to one of these grocery stores and just pick up a second stream of income and just be rich and be able to travel and shit. It don't work that way. Everything in life you got to put effort into and it takes time. Like nothing good has ever come overnight. Everything requires a sacrifice in time. And in the words of the Icon Mall CEO, myself, and the platform that we're building is just take a chance. Trying to fail. There's 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 lessons and beauty in it. I feel like I, I feel like a rapper said that. Sounds like Jay Z. Um take a chance, man. I promise you, the trying to fail is a beautiful thing because you will learn so much. But you won't learn shit by staying stuck in your own head. So, Icon Mall is on the way, man. And I look forward to seeing y'all in there trying shit. Failing, rebounding, and succeeding. Or just trying shit and succeeding. Maybe you skip the fails. Who knows? I want to see it all. Episode 10, man. We 10 deep. I plan to see see y'all at 11. But until then, until we meet again, y'all stay safe. Y'all keep hustling. Icon out.